0: Welcome to the Radio Plasma Podcast, a space dedicated to the exchange of ideas, conversations, stories, music, performances, and randomness. Listen at radioplasma.com. Also we are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher. I'm your producer and host, Johan Vega, And today I want to welcome Dori DiGenti. Hi Dori, welcome to the Radio Plasma Podcast and thank you for being here with us today.
1: Hello, thank you so much for inviting me to participate. I absolutely love this podcast and it's been so helpful uh, to me in in just broadening my understanding.
0: For all of you that you don't know who Dori is, she has been involved with many of our recent activities happening here in the South Holyoke area in many different aspects. Also, she's running a beautiful project that is located here on Ray Street And that is the reason for having her today to talk about her yoga studio, her project, and the beautiful work she's doing and she has been doing with us here in the community in South Holyoke. So, Dori, let us know a little bit about you and what are you doing with your studio.
1: Thank you so much, Johan. Yes, so Breathing Space was uh, kind of the... The core idea, which is that in our modern life, we all actually need some breathing space. We need an actual place and a way to really be able to rest our mind, to rest our body, to create strength and balance in our lives. And everyone knows about yoga, it seems, that um, despite all the different stories about yoga or Instagram portfolios or whatever, at its core, yoga is a way to really get in touch with your body and with your emotions and actually find uh, grounding and strength in life. So a lot of the benefits that people are finding include uh, lessened anxiety and less uh, physical pain and also a way to just bring body and mind together and be able to face life's challenges with some sense of calmness, basically. And so as a lifelong meditator and yoga practitioner, I was inspired to really kind of bring that forward in a way that wasn't tied to some woo-woo, you know, retreat-type situation that's kind of inaccessible and maybe had a lot of um, unusual language or uh, seemed very uh, separate from uh, everyday life, and to take the wisdom of those traditions, yoga and meditation, and just make them very available to people in a way that's kind of simple and um, you know breaks things down in such a way that, that one can see the connection between these practices and feeling grounded and good in your life fundamentally. And so that's what inspired me to start looking around and understanding where would be a place where I could offer this in such a way that it would be accessible to people from all walks of life, not just people who you know, are kind of tuned into some special spiritual approach, have a lot of money, et cetera, et cetera, but all people who can benefit from these practices And I looked around in a lot of different communities in this area, Western Mass. And uh, when I came to Holyoke, I said, oh, wow, this city is beautiful. There's an energy here that's that's very vibrant. There's a lot of um, community spirit, arts culture, many different cultures working together, coming together, interfacing. It just seemed very like a really good spot to open the doors and see what happens. So that was the inspiration. So I formed the nonprofit uh, Breathing Space Yoga and Mindfulness Studio and uh, opened the doors in June of 2017. So it's early days. And just kind of meeting people, listening to people, figuring out where the interests are, um, offering workshops and see who comes in the door, and uh, really just trying to get the word out.
0: A beautiful space, the one that you found. And I i feel that connection with what you said, to have a space that is open, that is welcoming, and actually feels welcoming. I had opportunity to visit it when you had the open house. And I really loved the space, but then I I love that even more when you explain what it's your plan, what is the idea of having breeding space in the location that it is. Uh, by the way, it is in Ray Street in the STEAM building, but it is in a place that is connected with downtown Holyoke and also South Holyoke.
1: Yeah, definitely, and that was quite intentional as I started, you know. Uh, really kind of spending time here, walking around, uh, meeting people, um, trying to figure out, you know, where would this really have an opportunity to potentially flourish in Holyoke? How could I meet people's needs, be visible? Um, Is it near, for example, a bus stop? It is. (laughs) Does it have good parking? It does. You know, is it handicap accessible? It is. And is it close to these different vibrant neighborhoods, you know, downtown with its, you know, office workers and, and residences and, and all kinds of activities, South Holyoke with its very vibrant resurgent culture and the seeds of establishing the uh, Puerto Rican cultural district. I shouldn't even say seeds because to me it seems like it's in full bloom. And, um, you know, and then how as a, as a yoga teacher and a meditator, do I become someone that is a community resource, you know, and and where can I be useful, not just with these disciplines? And because of my life history, I felt that where the meeting point was in terms of offering these was to particularly reach out to individuals and organizations that are helping folks out of addiction. And, um, as I said, that sort of aligned with, with my own life history and also, is an area that's a need everywhere in the country, as we know. And so part of the effort with Breathing Space is to go out and offer yoga off-site as well as in the studio um, to folks that are wherever they are in that process of recovery, whether it be they just walked in the door in a detox center, and and yes, we can do yoga together, or all the way out to someone who has who really you know, rediscovered their ground, has a handle on their recovery, but still uh, needs that kind of community support. So kind of a vision going forward, and there's many, many organizations that are kind of working towards this, I think, is how do we establish places for people to gather for body health, for mental health, for the arts, for culture, that, and I don't have anything against bars or restaurants, they're great, but for some people that's a very challenging environment to be in. And so can we have a kind of alternative where people can come together? For example, Hope for Holyoke, you know, that wonderful uh, community center where people can come together, have structured or community or just fun activities, and then don't have to worry you know about uh, getting drawn into to a situation where they might end up in difficulty again. So that's where I'm trying to sort of weave my way and and figure out where where yoga and mindfulness could be a support. I'm also doing uh, recovery coaching training, and so as this sort of vision evolves of a really a, a healthy society in all meanings of the word. It appears that many people need clinical support, and they do, and that's a vital role in society. But some of us, probably all of us at some point, need just someone who's like a mentor or a coach or someone who's just sort of reminding us of what our own goals are for our life. So that kind of coaching approach, and, and this happens in yoga as well. In other words, I'm, I'm showing someone the poses, but they're actually learning about it in their own body. And at some point, once you learn those basic poses, then you're working your own yoga. You're becoming your own expression of yoga. You are understanding you know, how much, how little, what thing feels really good, what thing you're really not going to do. <laughs> I'm going to sit this one out. Um, and so just take that same idea to sort of life. And um, the role of the coach, I think, for all of us, is really helpful sometimes. Maybe it's just a friend. but sometimes in a more formal way, you can sit down and a person can make up a plan, and you're the person that's there saying, so, how's the plan? How's it going? How did that work out? Did you do that? Oh, what did you decide? You know, So you put the power in the other person's hands, but you're there as a kind of a sounding board. And a reference point for them to build their own healthy lifestyle. So that's kind of the broader vision.
0: How's it been so far for this summer? The early stage, as you as you said, how has been so far the interaction with the community here in Holuk?
1: Oh, I really appreciate you asking that question. So um, before the studio opened, I was inspired by uh, some friends of mine who had done a similar thing to just offer like a mindfulness class in the public library. So I approached the Holyoke Public Library and I said, what do you think? You know, And they, they were very supportive. And so I just um, put out some listings and said, hey, you know, anyone who's interested, come and learn mindfulness meditation. We'll sit on chairs in the library and, and we'll practice some meditation and then we'll talk about it. And so that was early in 2017. And we kind of collected a small group who, who's meeting, but it's completely open to any new person who wants to come, 6 o'clock on Tuesdays, um, every Tuesday. And, um, yeah, it's been really good. So when the studio opened, we just moved the group down to the studio. So that was kind of a core activity even before the yoga. And it seemed that there was, there have been other meditation groups in Holyoke, um, now and again, here and there, and this is one of them. And um, as I mentioned earlier, you know, it's a time in 2017 when we, a lot of us just feel that we have to have a space where we can go with support, you know, because it's kind of hard to do these things on your own. You get busy, you get tired, whatever it might be. But if you come down to somewhere in order to do meditation, well, chances are you'll do it. (laughs) And you have other people to encourage you. Um, so that was kind of the, the core activity, and that's been going well. And then um, across the summer, it's been interesting to kind of figure out who's interested in yoga, what kind of classes are they looking for, what's the right speed, what's the right tempo, you know, what would serve best. So that's uh, been in development and evolving, and that's been really good, and I've gotten good feedback from people um, there. And then on the outreach work, that has been going really well as well. So as I mentioned before, like in the recovery world, the value of yoga and mindfulness has just been coming up and up and up as science finds out more, more articles get published, more newspaper reports people's personal experience. And so as compared to maybe five years ago, many, many programs now incorporate some kind of mindfulness and or yoga practice uh, for recovery, for the reasons I mentioned before. So I guess this is a little bit of a call to area yoga teachers, you know, that the need is there. And if you, um, you know, took some time to get some training, trauma-sensitive yoga, and understanding recovery, the 12 steps. If you have your own personal experience, of course, that's always very valued and helpful. But I think the, the call and the need is there uh, for people to just step forward and offer their time. So it's been really good.
0: And talking about having that call, it also brought you to be involved in a big event that just happened. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, The Taste of South Holyoke, in its second, its second edition. And I have to say, first of all, thank you for all your involvement. You were part of that core for, for the organizing committee that made that event possible. And I value enormously your time, your energy, your disposition to bring whatever it was needed to make that event work
1: well, thank you so much for saying that. I don't think I can take very much credit at all. You know, uh, Nelson Roman, Carmen Ocasio, and uh, Jerry, the head of the Neighborhood Association, I mean, they were definitely the drivers of that and tremendous uh, vision and putting that whole thing together. Um, I just kind of presented myself and said, can I help? And, um, you know, tried to help in any way that I could. And I was really excited about the event. Um, It's a wonderful way to understand, you know, all the different parties and what people are doing and, and, you know, what the different organizations are. And um, I thought it was just fantastic. It felt so good and community grounded and really working things out together. You know, it didn't feel like there was some, you know, Distant bureaucratic community that or committee that was calling all the shots, but you know everyone was really involved and um, everyone on the committee just put their hearts into it and really made it happen in such a great way. I was amazed when I show up there that that day. It was like, oh my God, this is completely together. There's a complete plan. It's all it's all happening, and it, it seemed like a lot of work, but. But really just went along like clockwork. And just the expression of joy, I think, was so so wonderful. Was, I really, really appreciate people's openness to me just kind of stumbling in the door and <laughs> saying, you know, can I can I be part of it? That was really great.
0: Because of those connections and that interaction, now you have more a wider view of how the community Interacts and how they celebrate and how they live and go through one day that is different from the rest of the year, but now it also showed that extra side that sometimes we don't get to see every day.
1: Mm -hmm. Yes.
0: That I believe is part of that process of healing, that process of finding something positive that helps us to go through whatever situations we are struggling with that I think is a good way for for you to connect even more with the, with the community in this surrounding area where the studio is located to the point that you are actually organizing an event that involves the Latino community because the event is going to be facilitated in Spanish.
1: Yes. Um, th- I met a wonderful fellow yoga teacher. Her name is Monica leitner Luzerna, and um, she is... So uh, tuned in Mm -hmm. to uh, the community and yoga and bringing those things together. She is one of the principal people that put together um, a community garden effort um, that's supplying food banks in East Boston. She is part of a worker co-op that's going to be the first worker co-op brewery in Massachusetts (laughs) with 50 worker owners. I mean, this woman is, like, amazing. But um, she's been teaching yoga en español uh, in the Boston area for a few years now. And um, that's a kind of a very unique combination of skills, you know, to, to know yoga and then, you know, the, the special language of yoga and, and be able to communicate that in a really fun and interactive way, uh, very welcoming. She's just great. I feel very fortunate to have met her in that she's very interested in what's happening in Holyoke. Um, she wants to meet people here. She wants to see where the touch points are. Obviously, Boston is a little bit far away, but it's not that far. And, um, you know, as much as we can make linkages among community efforts, I mean, as we've learned in the past two weeks, not to go to a painful point here, but... Uh, You know, the Puerto Rican diaspora community is experiencing a lot of pain right now. And those of us that are paying attention are also experiencing a lot of pain, just bearing witness. It's really awful. And what it's highlighted, if we can say there's any positive side, is that we must, as communities and as just individuals, you know, we have to make the support for each other. We have to, we can't depend on outsiders. And I think a lot of people in Holyoke here figured that out a long time ago. (laughs) Uh, But some of us are still waking up. So yeah, I think it's just wherever we can find those connection points, the people that are community-minded, that are willing to lean in, you know, really give of themselves, then we wanna make those connections. Not that, you know, it's going to fix everything, it doesn't matter, but, you know, just heart to heart, we just start making those connections, and it just gets better, (laughs) even just at that.
0: So for people in the community that are interested in participating in this event uh, of yoga in Espanol, when is it going to be, where is it going to be?
1: Okay, thank you. I wish I could say this in Spanish. (laughs) It's this Saturday, October 7th, and there's three parts. Um, the first is uh, for beginners in yoga. It's at 10 a.m. and it's at uh, 208 Race Street in the steam building on the third floor. And we'll have signs and everything. You can park in the back on Main Street or you can park on Race Street or just walk on over. And so from 10 to 11, we'll have very easy, uh, fun yoga ex- exploration. From 11, we'll have some more restful yoga poses with some meditation. And then following that at noontime, we'll have some exploration of of healthy eating. I think we're going to do like smoothies, something like that with some really nice ingredients. So so it's a three-part thing, uh, free of cost. So just, just come if you're curious and interested, bring a friend, bring anybody. <laughs> and uh, we would very much love to meet you.
0: Y haciendo mención de lo que Dory sugirió, eh, vamos a, a avisar esto en español. Es el evento de yoga en español este sábado 7 de octubre en el edificio que está sobre la calle Race, en el número 208, es el edificio STEAM, en el tercer piso. Y va a constar de tres partes, en el que va a ser una iniciación sobre cómo practicar yoga, eh, otra con... Práctica de posiciones un poco más relajadas, va a haber meditación y también una charla con relación a lo que es una dieta saludable y con la inclusión también de que se van a preparar eh, algunas bebidas con ingredientes saludables y a la misma vez que sean eh, atractivos para el paladar. Esto ocurre el sábado 7 de octubre en el edificio Steam en la calle Race número 208 y este evento es gratuito. Traigan uh, amistades para que puedan compartir juntos este evento que Dori está organizando en la ciudad de Holyoke.
1: Thank you so much. <laughs> I really appreciate that.
0: Dori, what are what are your plans now that we are approaching the winter and the weather begins to be felt? Yes. And with this, also, I believe many of the practices of everyday. Also change and need to adjust. Is anything that you have in mind now that uh, with the change of season, change of weather, and the practice mm. of a discipline of this sort, could help to benefit the the everyday life?
1: Yeah. Well, just on the very practical level, which which you alluded to, um, the days get shorter. It's cold. So there's a sense of drawing in, which is natural with the change of the season. And yoga kind of reflects that sense of drawing in of self-care, which is a popular term these days, or sometimes it's called self-compassion. And taking some time in this colder weather to really take care of yourself, to literally warm yourself and not just kind of become, you know, in the summer, it's much easier to go outside, take a walk. You know, get out in the sunshine. In the winter, that feels much more challenging. And uh, it's a really good time to come and practice yoga with others and feel uh, that sense of self care and taking care of your body and your mind. We're going to expand the Saturday daytime schedule to pretty much a full day. Of classes, um, just simply for the same reasons. It's easier to get around in the daytime, in the winter, you know. Sometimes at night, if there's some snow coming in, people are a little hesitant to go out. So there'll be a little bit of shift in the schedule. Um, But I think the bigger shift is more about feeling the season and really taking that time, an extra conscious step to say, oh, wait, you know, if I don't take a walk from now from November to to March. I'm not going to feel very good. Um, so that's that's something to really just tune into. That it's good to make a plan, and uh, you're more than welcome to come to these classes. And just most people report that they feel both energized and calm at the end, and those are good things in any season.
0: One thing that I really want to stand out about Doris idea, concept, project, is she is envisioning a really inclusive set of sessions that goes beyond the perception of people who practice yoga. They belong to a certain social group or certain socioeconomic level, and that is intended to be a discipline that is for everybody, regardless, even their health condition of course, socioeconomical status. And that is why the studio being located in Ray Street, giving an easy access for people living in the South Holyoke area, the flats, makes it easier to get there and be part of it. It is an open invitation to get to a place that is welcoming, that is open, that is inclusive, that is understanding of the diversity that Holyoke is And that is one of the main reasons for having Dory today here, so we can share your mission, your message, your idea, your project, your energy, because I feel that resonating with the needs of our community to have access to practices and activities that could help to have a better life. And not because it is perceived as something that only rich white people can do, they don't feel that it's something they could even attempt to try or to experience at some point.
1: Yeah, definitely. um, Part of the inspiration is to break down those kind of barriers that have kind of been reinforced, you know, in the social media. And it's really not telling the full story of the practice of yoga. So yoga practice can be as simple as um, chair yoga. So even people who aren't very mobile in terms of, you know, uh, walking long distances or really having a lot of, you know, air, basically, um, can practice chair yoga. And it's a full yoga session. And it has the same benefits as a more, uh, you know, a standing yoga that, that, you know, some athlete (laughs) does. Um, so that's one aspect of it. Another aspect is that um, sometimes people think you have to be thin or that yoga's only for people that are thin and and muscle bound and so on. but that's very much not true. Um, when we do yoga practice, uh, we make it accommodate all the range of bodies. Um, in terms of the types of poses, not only just even the types of poses, but also how you do the poses. So the whole idea of yoga is that it, you make it accommodate your body. And someone that can guide you in that knows and can see and uh, is f- very um, easy about that kind of range of ways of expressing the pose. So there isn't just one way to do it. It doesn't have to look just one way. It can look many different ways, according to your own body. There's a very famous yoga teacher. His name is Paul Greeley. And he's the one, he's one of the ones, he's not the only one, who has pioneered this sense of really understanding that different bodies have different ranges of motion. So one person can put their arm way up over their head, and have that arm be straight, but other people it won't look that way, and that's their different range of motion. It's not good or bad; it's simply how your body expresses itself. And so, we definitely want to break down all kinds of barriers around how you have to look, around how much money you need to have. We offer classes free uh, for people that um, you know are are having. Difficulties, economic difficulties. So we want to make it available and accessible to everybody, uh, economically, body type, um, health situation, and so on.
0: So how can people get in contact with you and get more information?
1: Yeah. Well, our phone number four one three four three seven zero seven four seven. So that's one way. And then, of course, there's a website breathingspaceholyoak.com. So those are two good ways um, to get in touch.
0: And of course, all this information is available on our website, radioplasma.com, so that way you can connect directly and get in touch with Dory and find out about more of the activities coming up, different ways to get involved. And I'm pretty sure that also with uh, upcoming events and activities happening in the community, we will get uh, to see Dory being involved because I feel that's in your nature.
1: Yeah, it definitely. It's it, To me, it feels like uh, a really good way to spend time, to get involved, to support these grassroots community initiatives that build people's spirit and uh, build the strength of the community, the expression of the community. And... Um, start to break down some of the, the polarity that we experience that, that keeps good things from happening sometimes. Definitely want to be available to um, you know, lend my strength where I can. So thank you so much. It seems that there is a lot of suffering in the world right now and it uh, breaks my heart. <laughs> and you know yoga or meditation can't really solve anything. But at the same time, I feel that those approaches can help us in the self care. And to encourage everyone who's really like working so hard to make things better, you know, for for whatever community you're involved with, in your volunteer work and your extra time, you know, just like so many very dedicated people, just to make sure to take that time for the self care. Because, you know, everyone needs to to have some rest and respite from time to time. And then that makes you even a stronger player. And um, you can accomplish the things that you want to accomplish that way. So thank you so much for having me.
0: Lori, thank you for your time being here with us today. And also for sharing all this beautiful energy and your project, your ideas. And this disposition to share what you know and you can provide for the community in so many different ways. For the short time that we have been interacting, uh, it's been amazing. And I know it's going to be even better as more things happen in this beautiful place.
1: Well, thank you so much for having me. And I love this podcast, Radio Plasma. And I hope everyone likes it and listens to it and supports the work that, that Johan is doing. It's really wonderful community effort. Thank you.
0: This is Dory DiGenti, and this is our session on the Radio Plasma podcast. Remember the event Yoga en Español happening this Saturday, October 7th at the studio in Ray Street, 208 Ray Street, 3rd floor, and it's a free event. It starts at 10 in the morning. All this information available on radioplasma.com. With this, we conclude this session that was recorded and produced at the Plasma Media Lab here at the Gandara Youth Development Center in Holyoke, Mass. I'm your producer and host, Johan Vega. Thank you for listening.